Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, y'all. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy Miller. You guys know what time it is, man. Every Sunday, we do this thing live. We're ready to get it popping, and we try to do what we do. I don't know what the date is, because apparently, uh, I always forget the date. And there's a lot of people that get mad. So a lot of the things that we argue about 
are misrepresented in the first place. Sorry about the technical difficulties, fall. I, I, people, I understand we just went out here in a second. But a lot of the things that folks are arguing about out here, a lot of the things that people are talking about out here, a lot of the things that people get so emotional about out here are false in the beginning. And you don't know no better because you only, you go off what you thought was right, what you grew up with, what, and, and a lot of times nobody ever explained it to you, but you just heard some words. You just heard some terms. And you figure, you, you know, you put two and two together as a kid. You know, mommy's kissing daddy, daddy's kissing mommy. They're together. They're happy. That's the way life should be, right? That's what we do with politics, but it's smoke and mirrors, and and and, and, it, and it's so wrong. And, and we do the same thing with religion, too, but I'm not going to go in that t- this show. I'm not going to go in that this show. I promise you I'm going to go back to it. But we do the exact same thing with religion. Like, we look at things for what we think we see, and then we apply what our minds process, and then that process, we implement different things that we grab that we grab along the way, and we make it law for our lives, our lives, excuse me. So then you go about your life year after year after year. Never searching for anything different. Never wondering. Not once is what I believe is true. Is 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 is, is the is the the very thing that I was raised on is is this truth or the things that I grabbed along the way while I was growing up. You never even question if it's true or not. And when you do that, what happens is and remember, I'm talking about stuff that's good for your soul. Don't forget that. So what happens is <clears throat> over the years as you go along the way. And, and 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 you get older and you start learning more and you mature, you develop a love for things because that's how our mind works. If you read psychology books, we have this underlying affection for things that we're comfortable with. That's why kids gravitate towards blankets sometimes or pacifiers or bottles. And it's so hard to pry those things away from them because over time they've gravitated towards these things and these things make them feel comfortable. It's almost like they make them feel safe. They protect them from the world. But in reality, those things that we grab and we try to hold and pull into ourselves and make them a part of our body because it feels like they make us safe and it feels like it's protecting us and we feel comfortable with it. The reality is a lot of, t- a lot of the times those things aren't even good for us in the first place. A lot of the times... Those things that we grab and those things we try to pull that we feel are near and dear and we love so much and that we, we grow to respect and we grow to, 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 to feel like it's superior and that it's a part of our lives and a part of our bodies and our souls, a lot of the times those things are negative. Case in point, you ever seen someone who grew up on public housing, a lot of my family, all right, we were too poor for projects, I like to say. A bunch of us in a stick-built house that looked like a house that was really an apartment, but I ain't going to get into that right now. But if you ever, and, and, and I know a lot of you guys might want to, so you want to tune this out because you're so comfortable with how you grew up and where you grew up. You don't, you don't see it being wrong. You don't see it being negative. You don't see it being something that has hindered you in your life. But I, I want you to pull that veil back. I want y'all to rock with me for a second because I'm going to tell y'all something that's good. I'm going to tell you something that's real. Even if you refute it, even if you don't like it, 
I want you to listen to what I'm saying because I have an explanation for it. But have you ever noticed a lot of people who grew up in public housing, they don't see public housing as a handout. Or they don't see public housing as a hindrance in their life. They see it as shelter, my set that I grew up on, this is my spot, my community, my neighborhood. And and oftentimes, I don't even think people ever wonder where the name Project Housing comes from. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta think about that for a second. Think about the term or or the word project for a second. Have you ever taken the time out to look up the definition of the word project? A pro- like a man said to me one time, you mean, you know, when I was breaking this down to him, he said, you mean like a science project? Something that might pass or fail? I said, precisely. You know, I thought that was brilliant right there. Without even without me going into what Wester called a project, he broke it down that simple. He said, man, so you're telling me the projects that I grew up in is, is kind of like a science project, something that's going to pass or fail, really, depending on who looks at it and says it works or it doesn't work? A teacher, perhaps? An overseer, maybe? I said, you're right. That's exactly what it is. And, and, and I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. That's why I'm sharing it with you. But... If you look at the definition of project, the, pro- the definition of project, the noun is an individual or collaborative enterprise that is carefully planned and designed to achieve a particular aim. If you ain't, man, listen, let me, let me go back. If that doesn't make you excited and it make you say, if it don't make you say, wow, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know where your mind is. And we're talking about project housing, all right? So the definition I'm going to read is it's project is everything in this definition, and then you put housing at the end of it, all right? Project, an individual or collaborative enterprise, enterprise, collaborative enterprise that is carefully planned. Listen to these words. These are their words. These are words that I've made up. These are words that people who want to enslave y'all ask, but y'all ain't trying to hear this. Listen to these words. An individual or collaborative enterprise that is carefully planned and designed to achieve a particular aim. Now add housing to the end of that. See, this is something, in other words, this is a neighborhood a group of buildings, a community that was designed housing. So you got to ask yourself, if it was designed housing, if it was a, a, a collaborative enterprise, okay, who are the collaborators? And not only... Who the, you can answer that easy. I, I, let me go ahead and just put that out there. I'm not even going to throw the names of the people who developed the plan. I'm just going to say the, the, the United States government, the great, the great old USA government, right? The same people you apply to, the state and the Fed, all right? So we're just going to get that out of the way. But you also got to ask yourself, okay, if they designed this, if they came together to design this enterprise in the form of public housing, 
What was the intent? Was the true intent really, or, or, or as the definition said, what, what was the aim, the particular aim to uh, better society? You know, was project housing put to better society or to truly help individuals out that could not afford uh, uh, adequate housing? You know, you got to ask yourself that. Is this the true intent of public housing? Because if you really look at, if you really look at what public housing is, you really look at where it is, it's just a free prison. And I say free prison because it's a place that's not called a prison. It's not defined as a prison. It's not defined as a jail. Okay? It's not defined as a place of punishment. But I promise you, majority of the people who live in who, who, who live in public houses in America are being punished. <laughs> They're punished every day. They're punished the very time you have to walk out the door and experience majority of the time, and this ain't no disrespect to any people, but this is just the truth that I'm talking to y'all about because, again, we're talking about stuff that's good for your soul. Folks that live in public housing in America, in large part, I'm going to say 80-90% of, they are punished. And let me let me explain why they're punished. First of all, a lot of the project housings or the project communities, they aren't safe worth a damn. They aren't safe. If you pull up statistics in any state, any community in America of where project housing is, it'll quickly tell you that it's a low-income residential area with an extremely high crime rate. If you go looking for a house in a different state, which I've done several times, I can look at those statistics. I can look at the school test scores. I can look at the dropout rate. I put those numbers together. I draw a circle around where those where those places are on the map, and I can tell you quickly without ever reading the street that this is the project or residential housing area. I don't need nobody to tell me. I've done it. I've seen it. I've experienced it time after time after time again. South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and back to North Carolina. I've done it. I've seen it. It's true. Why don't you, instead of taking my word for it, okay, or instead of calling me crazy, or instead of refuting what I'm saying, or instead of just totally disagreeing or hating on the, the, the knowledge that I'm trying to drop tonight or what I'm trying to share with you tonight, instead of doing all of that, why don't you pull out a map or, or, or pick your iPads up, your, your $800 iPads while your rent due and, 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 and your $1,000, or I'm sorry, your $3,000 desktop computers that you done rented from a, a rent center or one of those places like that. Why don't you open up your browser and you Google these things for yourself? Because if I, if God can't open your mind, if I can't open your mind, and you can't open your own mind, that means if a man is not willing to accept anything positive in form of information or education, that man needs to remain ignorant. So I'll leave you alone, in other words. 
if you don't want to look for what's out there in terms of education, I'm talking about for the betterment of your life. I'm not talking about a formal education like going to school. I don't knock school. I promote school, okay? I'm not talking about a master's degree. I'm not talking about a doctorate. I'm not talking about an associate's or a bachelor's. I'm talking about simply educating your own mind and what's really going on out here past this nonsense. So you can wake up in the morning, you can say, God, thank you for another day. I'm not ill no more. See, when when you let, let me share this with y'all. When you're willing, when you're willing to open your mind, man, and, 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 and you're willing to study these things that you see before your eyes and all these things that you're wondering about and all these things that bug you, when you're willing to to, to open your eyes and open your mind and your life to to understanding that whatever you grew up on it, the, or the possibility of what you grew up on is wrong, when you're willing to accept that and bring that in your life, a special thing transpires within you, man. A special thing transpires within your soul, man, within your life, within your mind. It starts all sorts of, man, all sorts of things start happening to you. All sorts of things start happening to you. Things that you would not believe, man. I've had stuff that happened to me that I, man, I, I can't even share them with y'all right now. But I, I, things you couldn't even believe in terms of building with another brother or sister about things that are really going on out here. About things that they grew up with. You, man, you'd be surprised. And, and again, we're talking about stuff that's good for your soul. Let, let, me, let me switch paces real quick. Let me switch paces real quick. I've dated my fair share of women growing up, right? As a young buck, especially, you know, I, uh, from a psychological aspect, I think I lacked the understanding that I was already superior, that I was already worthy of the love from an individual that could that could express it to me with no discourse. I think I think I lack the understanding of that. And I think part of that challenge uh took place growing up in in the community that I grew up in, you know, one of the youngest in the, in the, in, the, in the crew. And I say the crew I'm talking about the people that are hung around, you get you got beat up a lot cuz they want to make you tough when you're the little dude, they're going to beat you up. That's just how it is. When when you're in the hood, you're the little guy, they're going to beat you up. They're going to make you fight. But it makes you tough. But it also, it makes you aggressive. And then people your age that you hang around, when you're not around the older crew, when you go to school and you get out in other communities and, you, you know, you, you go around, you play sports, you're so much older than the people that's your age the people you in school with and all of that, you're so much older than them because of the people that you quote unquote, that quote unquote raised you, that trained you, that taught you. You're so much older than them. So people your age can't really relate to you. Speaking on myself now, but I know a, a lot of people who grew up the same way. So you don't do things the same. You don't, hang out like they do. You kind of hang out like the older guys. You don't you don't kick it like them. You don't talk like them. You don't go places they go. You don't spend money like they do. You know, when you're when you're raised and you came up under some people that are much older than you and that did things differently, 
and that left an impression on you, you become a different type of person. So people notice that. They notice your work ethic because, again, you're working as an older person. You're not working as a person on your grade level or your age level. Everything that you do as, 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 is as an elder statesman, if you, if you will. You know what I mean? So that's how I grew up. So in that, I dated a lot of older women. And when I didn't date them, I hung around a lot of older women. And I would also talk to girls my age. Well, as time goes on, those young women become older women, much older, grown. And those girls become teenagers and they become grown. And you start seeing life differently, of course, a lot sooner than what they did. But new experiences and and, 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 and travel and new places and new people and new friendships and conversations and, you know, all of that. When you mix all of that up in a pot, you start to see life for what it really is. And what happens in the process or, or what happened for me is that I understood that life is not all peaches and cream. Like, life is not what you actually see through your eyes. And that's where we all get it messed up. That's where a lot of us get it messed up. Like, life is not what we see through our eyes because I, w I would always see, for example, you go, let's say, to the movies as, 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 a, teen, as a young teen or... Or whatever. You go to the movies as a young teen, you see a girl, you meet this girl, you talk to her. Of course, I'm carrying myself as an older guy. So if I'm carrying if I'm 13, I'm carrying myself as, as if I'm 17 or 18. And I was actually like that. Or 19 or 20, even in some cases. By the time I was 14, you know, my actions were 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 as though I was a young adult, you know, 2021. 20, By the time I was 16, I was 25 or 30 in my mind and in my experiences and, and my responsibilities. So I was meeting people that were much older than me, and we were we were able to vibe on a certain level. And, you know, already seeing that life is not actually what we see through our eyes, I began to start asking different questions. I was the type of guy, or I am the type of person that can listen, contrary to the popular belief, I'm the type of person that can listen and sit down and talk to people, and for some reason, I give God all the credit for, people are able to sit down and talk to me. Like, God has given me the ability to be able to relate to all people, not just bums and, and people in the slums and drug dealers and basketball players and football and kids and, and doctors and lawyers and professionals and politicians and homemakers and you name it. I'm able to talk to all these people in their language and be able to understand and be able to tell them something that they can understand and feel comfortable with. That's the kind of ability that God has given me, and I give him praise for that. But what I'm saying is, through all this time and all this travel and these experiences and these people that I've met, especially these women, I found out, as I said before, that life is not what we see. And, and, and because, let me get to the meat of it. I know I'm, I'm stringing you guys along, but this is just how I'm feeling. This is how I'm vibing right now. Um, what happened and what opened my eyes is the conversations that I had with some of these females. So you see this beautiful young woman who looks as though life has been 
wonderful to her. I mean, life has been absolutely amazing. Nothing has ever went wrong. You know, she's got it together. Her, her language is right. Her conversation is great. She's hardworking. She's going to school. You know, and I'm not even talking about a particular person, but this is just how it went down, how it happened. Several times, man. I mean, I, I want to say hundreds of times, but anyway, you start talking to these people, whether they're friends or girlfriends or dating or whatever, or associates or whatnot, or whatever. You start talking to people and you start talking to these young ladies and you realize that more, I think more women that, I, that I'm friends with, that I've dated or that I've met, even in my family, I think majority of those women have been either attacked by someone that are near and dear to them, have been raped, have been beat, manipulated touched, you know, totally disrespected, and any other evil, horrible, just just satanic, just just horrible things that you could come up with. I found that a lot of these women out here that we walk past every day that we talk to in the workplace, you know, some in your family that you call on the phone or that you see at the family reunion, I, I found that majority of these majority of these women have had a life changing incident happen to them, but to look at them through your eyes, you never know it. You never know it. Absolutely never know it. Amazing creatures women are. Absolutely amazing, strong in 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 in, in every aspect that I can name. In every aspect that we could think of, despite of some of the physical attributes you see them display, women are very strong, amazingly strong. It's, it's, it's amazing. A lot of the things that I found that women have been through that I know and that I've met in, in my travel around this country, around this world, let me just say around this world, because not, not only in this country, but around this world, you know, these women are able to hold these things. And put them off as if they never happened. So, I'm 35 now. And uh, I look back on all these things. And, and, I, and I think about these things. And they're not a burden to me. But I, I look back on them as constant reminders is it to the simple fact that life is not what we see. This is a matrix, if you will. You know, yeah, you watch the movie Matrix, you know, everything that, that was actually before the eyes weren't reality. It was like, like a dream. And, and I, listen, I'm not going off the deep end being crazy. I'm not talking about we're in an uh, uh, in, 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 in alternative universe that's behind another universe. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is the things that you see with your eyes, the things that people display, the acts that people put on, uh, uh, the anger that some people show, the the camaraderie that we see, the kumbaya and all of that, the also the the the, the peaches and cream smile, the you know the, the the positive attitude, the happy go lucky all the time, you know. Sometimes there's is is majority of time majority of the time it's not what it looks like. The happiest person in the room could be the saddest person underneath all that happy. But they don't want anyone to see that. 
the saddest person in the room could really be the happiest person in the room, but they just need somebody to bring that out of them. They need a hug. They need a they need somebody to hold their hand. Maybe they need to cry. Maybe they need to get it out. Maybe they need to talk about it. You know, I, I don't I don't know, but maybe they need to be shown some love, some some reassurance. And and this is the true reality. Like, because our souls are what reality is, not what we see out here in the land and we see people, you know, dancing and, and, and doing their thing, you know, when you sit down by yourself and before you get ready to go to bed, it seems like that's where it really hits you. Before you get ready to go to bed or before you get ready to go to the other side, which I call dreams, before you get ready to go to that that dreamland, that REM sleep, that other universe that you go to or wherever you go when you're asleep, before you get in that state, your body seems to shut itself down or it slowly brings itself to a slow point. Your your heart starts to beat slower, you know, your your brain. And, and these are facts. These are scientific facts that right before you prepare for bed, right before you, when you tell yourself, I'm getting ready to go to sleep, you know, your heart rate decreases, right? Your temperature changes, your, your eyes even change, the, the, the dilation of your eyes, your eyelids don't blink as fast, and your mind doesn't react as fast. So you start thinking slower, and it's something about the combination of your body shutting itself down and your mind thinking slower that makes you comfortable in talking about whatever it is that, that ails you or whatever problems you have or thinking about those things, even if you're not talking about it to anybody. And that's when so many people get depressed. Those are the times where people grab the pistol and they're ready to end their life. I promise you it is. Look the stats up. Those are the times where people are, are, are going to the medicine cabinet and they're looking for those pills. Oh, I can't take it anymore. Because they they settled down, you know, that 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 matrix is gone. They're in the real reality, they're in the real world, and now the real reality is before their eyes. How they really feel, how they how they're really acting, you know, what's really bothering them. What's really going on in life? See, these things start flashing slowly before your eyes because during the day, everything is moving so fast and your mind is moving so fast and you're meeting people. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? You need this. You need that. You're going to work. You're going to the supermarket. You're picking up the kids. You're driving. You know, everything is moving so fast and and you're not, you don't have time to think about what's really ailing you because you're so locked in on life or what you think life is. You're so locked in on participating. You're so locked in on, 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 on continuing to go and moving to making it happen and to getting the paper and, you know, doing whatever you got to do and appointments and everything. You're so locked into those things that what's really bothering you is so buried underneath all that stuff. And as long as those things are going on and going on and going on and going on, the stuff that's really bothering you just sits there. And, 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 and see, the thing is, it's like a cancer. It, it sits there. And it goes untreated, right? And it and it and it waits like a like a like a thief in the dark, you know, like a robber or something. It 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 waits for the darkness, and it waits for the period when things are going slow and nobody's around, and it waits for you to settle down and you come to. And then you know what it does? Hey, how you doing? Remember me? Remember this shirt right here? Remember this? Remember that? Remember how I looked? 
You thought I was gone, didn't you? No, I'm still here. And I'm bigger and I'm better than ever now. Oh, I'm going to hit you in the heart and make your chest hurt. Heart attack. Oh, I'm going to get on your brain. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you stressed. Now you're stressed out. You got to go to the doctor because every time you settle down, this big bad wolf presents itself and it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and you can't run from it anymore until it just grabs you. And then it conquers you. And then what happens is all the things that kept the big bad wolf of those problems, the real reality, the truth in who you are, and the truth in what you're going through, see, all those things can no longer or are, are, are no longer strong enough to present themselves above that big bad wolf because he's grown so much. Those problems have grown so much that now this evil, this, 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 this reality, now you got to face it because now it's not going to allow you to get out of the bed anymore, right? Because you've taken so many pills that in the physical, you don't function the same. Or you've drunk so much liquor and you've drunk so much beer that in the physical, you can't function the same mentally or physically. And nor do you want to. You don't even want to be happy anymore. You don't even want to experience what life, what you thought life was anymore. The, 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 the happy stuff that kept that all that buried stuff swept under the rug. You don't even want to. Be who you used to be, the happy you. You don't want to go to work anymore. You don't even want to talk to your kids. Wow. You don't want to talk to your husband or your wife. Oh, your pastor, your first lady, the mothers of the church, the deacons and all of that, the other the members, your, your church family, all that, your social family. Forget about it. Out the picture. Poof, be gone. I don't want to see y'all right now. See, the true reality, if you don't live in what the true reality is, the true reality will come get you. If not today, if not tomorrow, next week or next month or even next year or the year after, eventually, the true reality of what you're going through Oh, yeah. The true reality is coming to get you. And it's going to make you face it. And it's going to make you deal with it. It's going to make you see yourself. And it's going to make you see it. And then it all depends on. It all depends on. How strong you are. Spiritually, believe it or not. To be able to continue on. True stats, people that have spirituality or some sort of spiritual understanding, and I'm not just talking about what I believe in, I'm just talking in general. All right, I'm just talking about what the facts are. They live a lot longer. People that have some sort of spirituality or some sort of religion and spiritual connection, they live a lot longer. But let me break this down to you. If you're not in touch with you, being spiritual is impossible. Let me go back. If you're not in touch with who you are, 
being spiritual, spiritually led, okay, or or, or in, 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 in your faith, or whatever, right, whatever, it's impossible. Because you got to remember, see, people think, People think like the Bible reads or, or people think the Bible when it's when it says, you know, when God says I made you in the image of me. People think we're talking about arms, legs, fingers, toes, head, eyeballs, all that stuff. It ain't, it ain't that. It's the spirituality. That's why we're superior beings. That's why we're superior over all things. That's why we're superior over our problems. We're superior over animals. We're superior over this earth. Superior over even the moon, the stars, the sun, and all of that. We're, 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 the, we're the superior species because we have a spirit. But if you're not able to tap into that spirit, if you don't know who you really are, when those problems arise, they're going to overcome you. If you're not willing to sit down with someone and talk about this stuff, and get it off your chest, and feel better, and work on getting better mentally and physically, not only spiritually, mentally and physically, because see, your mental and your physical works together. And if you don't have those two things intact, again, the spiritual won't matter, because you'll get taken over by something else. You don't even know how to tap into that spiritual side of things. And if you're not spiritually right, something else can take you over that make your mind not work right, which will also not make your body work right. So when you talk about things that are good for your soul, you got to remember that it's important for us to study things that that are beyond our scope of service. It's important for us to study things that sometimes don't make sense in life through what I'm seeing through my eyes. Because again, everything that we see is not reality. It's always something deeper. And that goes back to what I was saying on the top of the show. You know, people look at politics and they go, oh, this doesn't matter. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, I don't need to know anything about politics. Blase, 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 blah. Right? But the truth of the matter is, Politics do, does matter, and everything about politics controls the things that goes on in our lives. Politics also controls things that goes on in this world. It also controls your money. It also controls your job, your school, you know, your progress even. So if you don't have an understanding of these things as well, you'll get lost in the shuffle and not really know what's going on because you'll only be living off the things that you see through your eyes. You'll only be living off what you see on the news. You won't have the ability to discern. You won't have the ability to research. You won't have the ability to understand for yourself or overstand things for yourself. So for a man who's only as good as the information that he's given or that he's being fed, that man is worthless. Because if someone stops feeding you, then you're empty. You die. You die from lack of food. You die from lack of being fed. You die from lack of knowledge. Talking about things that are good for your soul. Reading. Reading, folks. Reading is something that's good for your soul. 
awesome for your soul. Take the time to read some things outside of a comic book. You know, some to read some things outside of these these slut magazines, I call them. Smut magazines, excuse me. I call them smut magazines because there's nothing in there important. There's nothing in there of, 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 of relevance to life. You know, they're talking about entertainment. They're talking about this. They're talking about that. That's cool for a hobby. I'm not knocking it. That's cool. But when your livelihood is at stake, you know, when you don't know when your next meal is coming from outside of someone giving it to you, you need to get your literacy rate up. Yeah, you need to. I hate for people to tell me what I need to do, but the truth of the matter is you need to do something different. You need to be more literate. You need to understand things a little more than what anybody else does. I'll just put it like that. Your understanding, your your knowledge should be superior compared to people who are busy all day working and doing this, that, and the other. If you're the type of person that has to live on, not the type of person, pardon me, but if you're one of these people, okay, that happens to need the system to live on temporarily, that's fine. But in doing so, you should be the person that seeks superior knowledge. You should be the person that gets that degree while you're living on the system, excuse me, or while you happen to need the system. You should be the person who's getting their credit right. You should be the people who's who, who's maybe working on that business that you wanted to open. You should be debt free. See, you have to use these things for your own advantage because these things that you're using are using you. Project housing has no intent on being anything positive for the people that happens to have to live there. There's nothing positive about project housing in theory. I understand people have to live there. I get it. Been through it, done it. I got it. I understand that. Section A, I understand all of that. But that should be a temporary stop for people. It should not be a place that you grow up in and then your child grow up and, and, and grow up and, and and becomes an adult and they want to live in and then they raise their children or their child or their children there and they happen to want to do the same thing. What I'm saying to you is if you're from a generation of people who have lived in who have lived in project housing, you should want more out of life. You should be the first person to break that curse. That dependence. You should be the person that breaks barriers. You should be the person that leads the way. You be the person who's going to make it out, do something different, and set the tone for everybody else in your life that comes along. Be it sister, brother, cousin, uncle, aunt, whatever. Grandma or grandpa. Or grandpop, as I like to say. Pops. Shout out to my granddad, too. Love you. You should be the one to set the tone for these folks that they can look at and say, you know what? If they did it, I can do it. Even if they say it in a negative way. I know some people look at me and go, man, P, man, he ain't nothing, man. He did it. I can do it. Whatever it is. I'm not, cause I, I haven't really accomplished a lot. I do a few things. 
I'm nowhere where I'm going to be. So I know that there's people out there that say, man, you know, if he's doing it, I can do that. Listen, that's fine. Don't always think that people are hating on you when they say that. You know, don't always think that people are hating on other folks when they say that. Let them use whatever for motivation. I say use me for motivation even if you wanna even if you wanna hate on me. Use me for motivation. So-called hate on me. It doesn't bother me. It ain't taking no food out of my mouth. It's not taking any days off my life. Not taking any shoes, no clothes, no food off my kids' table, none of that. If there's something that I do that pisses you off to the point that you got to do better, by God, I've done my job. Use it, do it, whatever. Talk about it, I could care less. Because, see, I understand that sometimes it takes that to make it out. Sometimes it takes that to get ahead. You know, there are people that I looked at and said, man, if they could do it, I could do it. They're not smarter than me. I don't think anyone's smarter than me. Now, in reality, I know that there are people who are more intellectually smart than I am. I know that. I'm no fool. But in the whole gist of the conversation, and I'm sorry, on the, whole, on the surface of the conversation, when I look at people and the things that they accomplish, I say to myself, wow, if they did it, I can do it. Because there's a book somewhere that they read that taught them or that they read that educated them on how to do whatever they've done or whatever they're doing. And by God, if that book is in the English language, and a select other few words that I could read, but if that book is in the English language, I'm going to read that book. Or I have the ability to read that book and learn just as that man learned and do just as that man or woman has done and accomplish the exact thing or better or even less than what that person has accomplished. And if I don't, that's my fault. Talking about things that are good for your soul. Here on the KRP radio show. So if whatever you got to use to inspire you, whatever you got to use to push you, whatever you got to use to to make it over the hump, whatever you need to do to make it out of the iniquities or or the things that are holding you down, downtrodden, the things that have gotten you downtrodden, the things that have you suffering, the things that that, 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 that have you stagnant, whatever it is that you have to use for the positive that someone else is doing out there that you might admire or even that you don't even like, if it's something that will motivate you and put a fire inside your belly, by God, do it. Use it. Use it to the best of your ability. Use it to the highest magnitude that you can use it to, and you come out of the situation that you're in or out of the situation that you think you're in and rescue yourself, man. Because we ain't here that long, folks. Again, contrary to popular belief, we're not here that long. We're not on earth that long. We're not alive that long. We need to cherish this time that we have. Love your children. Love your children. Love, 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 love your children. Express love. Teach love. Share love to your children. Let them know that it ain't going to be no joke that you ain't got time for nonsense, that they have to grow up and do great things. My family crest, the words of my family crest is that my children and I created. The, the, the slogan on the crest that God gave me to put on there is to whom life is given, much is expected. 
Because we already know the things that we have to do in life just to live, the eating, the sleeping, the bathing, the the cooking, the the, the whatever, the, the working, those things. We already know those things are expected of us in order to survive. We already know that we have to do those things. But when you choose to do greater things in life, when you choose to, to, to go further than the next person or to go further or, or to go to the extreme and accomplish everything that you can accomplish or the most that, that, that you're able to accomplish and, and, or to do anything that you feel like you're able to do, when you set out on that journey, there's much expected of you, much, much, much more. So there's no need to complain about it. There's no need to be pissed off about it. It's just do it. Don't worry about it. Don't look for any 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 congratulations. And if you and, and and because you're doing these things for you, so when you do these things, if no one tells you great job, so what? So be it. Tell yourself great job. Continue on. Look back in your past and say, man, look where I came from, and keep going. To close the show. Don't let other people put value on your accomplishments. It's not up to other people to give you solidification. It's not up to other people to put you on a pedestal in order for you to be somebody or to be accepted in life. It's not up to anybody. It's up to you to put yourself on that pedestal. It's up to you to compliment yourself, it's up to you to go hard, it's up to you to feed yourself. And if there's anything out here designed to give you that subtracts your ability to get for you, run as fast as you can from that thing because that thing is not helping you and it's not meant for you and it's not a positive thing at all. Shout out to everybody out there listening to the KRP Radio Show. I appreciate you guys rocking with me for this hour, talking about things that are good for your soul. Uh, I had a list of things to read off, but, you know, I I, I went off on a tangent. If you can get anything from this show, folks, I guess I should say educate yourself, free your mind, talk to people, love somebody, and do a lot of reading, man. Those things are good for your soul. A lot of praying, you know. And 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 definitely a lot of loving, man. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Always communicate because communication is the key to all things. Always say hello before you begin to try to leave your mess on people or communicate and talk about the things that you are so on fire about. Because if you're not willing to first open your mouth and say hello, how you doing? Don't expect people to listen to those things that you proclaim to be most near and dear to you and so godly important. All right, 619-638-8559 is the number. We are out of here, folks. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. We're also on iTunes, folks. I need you guys to go on iTunes. I need you to like us, folks. I need you to show us some love on iTunes. Let people know that we're there. We're trying to get up to be the number one podcast on iTunes, so I need you guys on there, on there, on there, liking it, retweeting it, showing us some love. And speaking of Twitter, we're also on Twitter at symbol KRP Radio Show at symbol NC Pudgy is me personally. Hit us up, man. KRP Radio at gmail.com. 
Uh, shout out to the Love and Father Society.com, man. That's my nonprofit. I love being a black father, our first agenda. We're moving into I love being a white father. I need some of you white fathers out there who are not afraid to say I'm white, who are not afraid to say I'm a good father, and put the two together and tell the world that you're a great father. I need some people who are that are not afraid of that. Hit me up, man. Pudgy at Love and Father Society or President at LoveandFatherSociety.com. I got to go, man. I'm two minutes over. I love y'all. See y'all next week. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.